Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is up, everybody? ID Mobile very kindly sponsored a wonderful episode of Private Parts, uh, where Francis and I will be there doing a completely live-streamed uh, podcast. And we are... No holds barred. Anything goes... We're inviting unedited. We are inviting you to come down and be part of the audience. Please go and check out our Instagram page at Private Podcast, where all the details uh, will be there on the page for you to come down and check us out. Francis will be there, being as hilarious as always. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> mumbling into it. Yeah, um, come check it out. The twenty sixth of February is going to be hilarious. Uh, See you then, twenty sixth of February. Peace out, homies. I'll put that in my diary. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be useful because then at least you'll be there. No, it's better. Okay. Clap. Oh, we just gave you the clap. I, I've already had the clap. <laughs> I have you, I haven't. Yeah, 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 I think you, God, I think you just... This. Wait, hang on. I think you just, you just said you didn't then realise that we're actually recording and then just panicked. Because you said you, you actually already had the clap. I haven't. I mean, I've done... I meant I've already done the clap. Oh, uh, uh, you've done it. You what? What do you mean you've done it? You've done As the in clap? like the professional clap in front of the camera. It's you like have the, the first clap. thing you do when you start presenting is like clap for the camera. Yeah. Mm. You walk in and go, by the way, everyone, I've had the clap. This is <laughs> I have the clap in my private parts. <laughs> I do you know what? This reminds me of the time that I had to ask my mum what the clap was. You know, when you're like watching TV and they're like said the clap. Yeah. Also, the time I watched TV and someone was like talked about cunning lingus and I was like 12 and I was like, mum. Cunning lingus. Oh, yeah, that's, that happened to me. That happened to me. I remember when I was a kid, I was jumping on the trampoline with my sister, and she. Why were t- you talking about cunning lingus? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't cunning lingus. But she, I was bouncing down, and she went. I'm actually doing the motion of bouncing around. She went, you probably give blowjobs to all your friends at school, don't you? And I went... What's a blowjob? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she went, what, you don't? And I went, no. And she went, oh my God, that's so weird that you don't give blowjobs to your friends. And I went, well, what happens if I do? Yeah, okay, I do give I blowjobs. I love that. <laughs> that's what she did to me. And I was like, so then I went back into my house and told my mum that I gave blowjobs <laughs> to people in my why school. Why did you do the end bit? Why did you, why did you have to tell your mum? Because I was proud. 
everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sordid details of our lives. Joining with us today is one of the loveliest people in all the world, Ariel Free. Hello. Hi. Hi. This has been like a long time coming. Yeah, it has, hasn't this it? This is like the worst relationship I've ever had, ever. You guys have strung me along, you've stood me up, you cancelled mm. last minute, but here I am. I feel like... We I, like people to really want to come on. I you mean, know, like I had just, nothing to do this morning. Just when they're about to burst with like excitement. <laughs> oh, God. Like, say, but, okay, we can get you on. Why does that happen in relationships, right? Why does it happen when... Well, we're going there already. Yeah. Oh, we are wow. straight in okay. there, honey. <laughs> why in relationships, okay, does mm-hmm. it happen where you... It, it, when people reject you, you like them more? It's so funny you say that because I am a serial monogamist, but also... Um, yeah, I'm one of those people that just wants people to like me all the time. Oh. So that's just mm. in life, that's just me in life. So if like someone doesn't like me, I'm like, why don't they like me? I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna make them my friends. I'm like, what's happening? Ping, 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 ping. Should we go for coffee? Should we do this? Da, 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 da. Oh my god! And then try and find like like areas of interest, like common grounds, and then yeah. they're yeah. just not. And the more they don't want me, the more I'm like, come on. So basically, you're a psycho. I mean, you can talk. So do you yeah, like do you like Ariella? Do you like her? Yeah, Ariella. Hello, give me an extra syllable. <laughs> Yeah. Ari- Ariella. Ariella. Sorry. Ariella. I like that. We have some history, Francis. Do you know this? Do we? Yes. We're going to get to that very oh soon. Oh, my God. What is the history? What's no, the history? get straight into it. Tell me. Oh, shall we? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for this. Um, funnily enough, talking about rejection. Uh, in like 2011 and 2012, uh, we were at Edinburgh Festival and you were like there with Jack Whitehall. Uh, we had a mutual friend. Yeah, you were. And I had a ring on my middle finger that was like an eternity ring that was missing a sapphire. And you looked <laughs> at me and were like, I can fix that ring. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and I was like, can you? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm working jewellery, like got history and it. And then basically like you used it as a chat line and I thought it was really weird. No, you didn't. And you were like, what? I'm in love with this um, guy. And then it was like super awkward. And so when I met Jamie, I was like, you know, like back in the day, like Francis did actually try and chat me up at Edinburgh Festival, but he will never remember it. There were too many ladies around there. He just he, he was battering them away. That was the I problem. I mean, him and Jack White no, no, were you, like the you, rock and roll stars of Edinburgh Festival 2012. Oh, 2012? Yeah. No, it must have been earlier. It was yeah, 2010 or 2011. You, I, I don't know if you're being serious. Were they actually the rock and roll stars? Anyone who's a co- like anyone who like the thing about Edinburgh Festival is like a month for comedians to basically act like rock stars because like people just fall in love with them because they're just in Edinburgh all the time going out and getting pissed. So they like turn into these like rock stars for like a month and then like that's it. So that's why all comedians love doing <laughs> Edinburgh Festival every year. I'm gonna go yeah. to Edinburgh Festival and they become clean a rock up. star. Wait, wait, so were you doing Edinburgh Festival? I was in like <laughs> I was in a rep. I was in a because, play. Do you know what I f- I do recognise you from? <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it was 11 years or 10 years. Probably yeah. 10 years ago. I mean, we actually spent a lot of time together that summer because, um, yeah, my friend was all your good friends with Jack and she's a comic and blah, blah. But yeah, you spent I quite do a lot of time seem to remember. I do seem, no, I do seem to remember. Um, I love that. I do seem to remember you. You, so, you yeah, were skating I, everywhere. You yeah, were skateboarding. Skateboard, yeah, yeah. That, is that how you got all the ladies as well? You were in Edinburgh and they were like, shit, check out that guy on the but skateboard. But I remember because you weren't doing Made in Chelsea yet and then you popped mm. up at MIC and I was like, oh God, that's the guy that told me he could fix my ring. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, lost so you, a sapphire or something yeah. like that and I said I can fix it. Yeah, well, you I, did. Well, you well, get, that in was fact, true. you gave I don't think me it was a, a card or something and I was like, I really wish I could find this card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a jewellery company Yeah, you had then, a jewellery yeah. company, yeah. 
What? That's the most player thing in the world. Yeah, I was, it didn't work, unfortunately. Sorry. I reckon no. it did. I reckon, I reckon what you're saying is back in the day, in 2011, you, Francis really hit a chord with you that was like a... Well, I obviously... I mean, it's it stuck in her memory. Yeah, yeah. you have. It's <laughs> yeah. stuck in my head. There's that guy I fell in love with and he just never called me. Do you know what? Oh, I should have brought the ring in because I still don't have the sapphire and it's not. Oh, well, I can still fix it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but hang on. So wait. So you're you're saying that when it comes to sort of relationships and things like that, you you're the type of person to not reject them. So you're kind of you don't play hard to get with anyone. Oh no, I do. I'm I'm two people, right? Okay. Um. So I've like I've been in long term relationships quite a long like throughout a lot of my like adult life. Um. What's your longest that you've done? Seven years. Oh, what? Yeah, I got the seven year itch, big time. Did you Did you say I'm I'm over it? And oh, I mean, it's not actually that long ago that we split up, but um, yeah, I wasn't. We weren't into it for a while, and it's just like you know when you try and make it work, mm. you want to do everything you can, don't you? You suddenly go, look, let's just try rimming. I think that will really <laughs> spice up our relationship. Like, let's try fisting. Yeah, see if that works. James, like when in doubt, <laughs> when in doubt, let's go to the burger and go to the piss room and see what happens. Fist, like, um, fist, no. is there a piss room at the burger? Yeah, you, yeah. I think you told me I, that. Didn't I you? Uh, yeah, it's I've days. never been. I can't believe I'm like the ultimate raver, and I've never been to the world's I've biggest club ever. In the Berkheim, so no, for, I know you'll probably find that hard to believe. Yeah, I, do, I find it really hard to believe that you've never been to the Berkheim. Hey, well, it's true. So, but the Berkheim, for all our listeners, is a uh, is a club in Germany in Berlin, Apparently which is the world's best club in the world. Yeah, it, it's meant to be in the whole, the, but it's the whole kind of process of getting into this club, right? So yeah. you turn up late. You, Didn't you go in and black? suddenly like black out and then wake wake up like with some guy or something? <laughs> no, I did, I, I did not black up. I had a I had a really. I'll tell you a moment that happened in the Berkheim. This is absolutely hilarious. So Berkheim is a nightclub that you go to where it's in Berlin. You The whole process is, is the point of getting into the club. Yeah. So there's a guy called The Wolf who's on the, uh, on the door and he's like a notorious kind of like bodyguard person. He's got tattoos all over his face. He looks like a mixture between Mickey Rourke and... <laughs> Tarzan like yeah. that's literally what he looks like and so you then have to get past this guy so you get in once you're in it's like oh my god and it's like an amazing club and you know you party all night there's a room downstairs called the, the yellow room which is where there's a guy See, I can, never knew this part of the club yeah you can go and pee into his mouth and he just like stays that. it every night yeah. doesn't he he just yeah he's it's, did he, you do that the uh, thing is yeah. <laughs> yeah I, didn't. I didn't go and pee in some bloke's Why mouth. Why not? Didn't you? He's offering you a service. You're saying, you go to the Berkheim and squat over a bloke and pee into his mouth. Wait, you know what? Want, I would still just do that for shits and giggles just so I could be like a piss into a guy's mouth. Yeah, I pissed into a guy's mouth in the Berkheim. But then we were all, so we were in the Berkheim, must have been about 18 years old, and we were partying. And, and I think my friend must have obviously drank some liquid or something that turned him a bit loopy. <sighs> I don't, know, I don't know what he was doing, but he must have done something that turned him a bit loopy. Cold. And I walked outside and he was in the corner hunched over his hands and he was hunched over looking to his hands and he was going, oh, like whispering. And I was like, what the hell? So I walked closer and he thought he had a little bird in his hand and he was going, have you ever seen that thing? Have you ever seen that moment in Dumb and Dumber where the blind kid has the bird? And oh, he, he goes, go. little bird. <laughs> My friend was going... <laughs> Stroking this thing, going little bird, little bird, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm like in a horror show." <laughs> so I said, "Look, we 
I gotta take you home. And he was <laughs> he said, No, this bird, I wanna keep it. It wasn't even American, what? but it sounds better. And we then took him outside. I got into a taxi with him. As we got into the taxi, the guy turned round and he went, Oh hello <laughs> I went, Hello, Duncan, can we go home? And he went, Yes, oh, you are my first customers ever. What? <laughs> it was his first day. <laughs> it was his first day ever. And your friends in the back as speaking a taxi to a bird. driver. And he was like, I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> And my friend was playing with a bird in the background. He was driving, looked looked at my friend. My friend looked like a gremlin. He's like, what have I picked up? And then we were driving down the motorway, and my friend Charlie opened the door on the motorway and threw up <laughs> while driving oh down the motorway. Legend. Yeah. Wait, wait, what, wait, I thought you were going to say threw the bird out. Well, the bird was imaginary. I, I thought he stamped on it. I'm going to kill it. There we go. It's gone. No more bird. Um, how long did you stay in there? Because the thing is about the bird games that like you can apparently go in there and just yeah. never you leave. You can stay for, like, for days. Yeah, because it's completely black out so you just don't know what time of day it is yeah, they, they do. So it's completely blacked out. And then when it comes around, when the light starts to happen, there's these big like shutters, like black shutters go and then stop like that. It. Yeah, it's insane. But then how it, long did you stay? Uh, oh, just a couple hours. <laughs> Visited the yellow room and went home. <laughs> Still I did. Yeah, picked up a bird and yeah, left. Yeah, I didn't, didn't pick up a bird. Spent yeah. all night in the yellow room. <laughs> yeah, it was just watching people pee in each other's mouths. <laughs> but then, uh, weirdly, I, every single time I've gone to Berlin, every single everyone, someone's always sick. So oh. I went New Year's. Um, what are you trying to say about Berlin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone pukes when they're there. But we went to Berlin. I, actually, I went to Berlin with, with Jack, with Jack Whitehall. And we, we had a great time. We went to this party. And my friend, I was sort of dancing on this podium looking really sexy, obviously, just as you can see how sexy I'm looking. And the, then my friend, for Ollie, walked in from the back. And you know when someone, you just look at them, you go, God, he looked like, Casper, he was so white. I was like, "What? What have you been drinking?" Oh, I just lemonade. I don't, I don't know. He'd been drinking. I don't know too much. And he then, I took him outside, and I was like, "You okay?" And our other friend that we hadn't seen in years came past, and I went, "Oh my god, how are you?" And I went, "Ollie, Ollie, Ollie, it's it's Hannah." And Ollie turned around, and went, "How pre new?" And on year, he just vomited <laughs> on her. No, not on her against the wall, and oh he couldn't god. stop. Or like. <laughs> I, I've yeah. never been one of those people that's ever been sick in a night out or like that. I'm, I've never puked on a hangover or. Come on, you must have. Never. I'd never. The only time I've spewed is when I went to egg for the first time ever in my life. Um, but that that was it. I'm, and I think that's what keeps me constantly drinking because I just don't get bad hangovers. I don't get sick. One of my friends is like your friend, just pukes outside the taxi. He's like constantly. Oh. She has the world's worst hangover. I mean, she's still a proper boozy Susie, but for me... Boozy Susie? I've got loads of things like that. <laughs> but no, you don't. Rag Ash Lil, boozy Susie, <laughs> I remember. McGee. I, I, I remember there was this... Uh, I don't know if you were there, but we were, we were filming Made in Chelsea down in Saint-Tropez or something like that. Of course, with, yeah, of course with, we were. With, Whatever. Uh, and it, no, Spencer was there. I don't know. It was just, this was like... I remember, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Spencer had just done The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, and we were in the brasserie in in um, Santa <gasps> Oh god! And do you do you remember this? Yeah, and the, you had the shots. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you, so, so there was like a minimum on the on the card. So I you had to order like two drinks. So I ordered two vodka lemonades, or whatever, and, <laughs> dra- and just drank one, and then was holding another one. And then Spencer like <laughs> uh, kept handing me these sh- sh- tequila shots, and I was like, no, 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 I can't have it up. So I had I one, and then, and then like, and I and I I had one, and I, as I as soon as I had it, 
and it was a, it was packed the whole thing it was it was rammed as soon as I had it I was like oh no I, I felt my tummy going I was like oh no I'm gonna be sick so I was like and I saw and I saw it, it was all it all happened in slow motion I saw the door and I was like I was like I was like way back at the bar and I and I and I and I, and I just started running and I felt it all came come into my mouth. And, and start, you know, like where it starts. And, and I tried to catch it. And then, and then as I was running to the, to the door, I just vomited all over this table of people. And, 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 I, just, and I just didn't even stop. I just kept running out th- throughout the door, ran across, ran across the, the, ran across the square. And then, and I was like, I was like, luckily I didn't have any on my, I had a tiny bit on my arm or whatever. And then, and then the, this guy, this, ta- this taxi driver was like, oh, he- hello. Uh, any, anyway, this taxi driver was like, oh no, here, let, let, gave me some chewing gum, like, like a bottle of water to like wash me off, Aww. like uh, some cologne and, and, a, <laughs> and, a, and a new, only in saint and, and with a, the driver giving you some cologne and after you vomed everywhere. And a new shirt that he had <laughs> hanging on a, hanging on a, on a hanger in the back of his, uh, of his, of his car. And so then. <laughs> I just mugged a taxi driver. <laughs> so then I then I went back into the brassery and then and there was all this commotion going around and obviously I was wearing a different cl- uh, outfit so no one even. And <laughs> I was like, oh god, this is the best thing ever. I love that. Did you go, God, that guy? Some that guys went running out. I, I, the I cheek of that guy to just. I haven't puked because I've been like um, hungover, but I used to be a shop girl. I used to be one of the perfume girls in the shop floor at Harrods. And I, did you? Yes, I was one of them. What was your when someone? So I'm walking so I walk into Harrods, okay, and you're standing there with your perfume I'm walking past I'm browsing and I walk past you and you say fuck all because I, I hated asking anyone <laughs> I literally I was like I hated like because like everyone walks past you and they actually like they jump away from you because mm. they think you're going to like spray them in the eye with this like new Chanel perfume I just used to do it and like earn the pennies and whatnot but one day I'd gone for an audition and all I'd eaten that day was a flapjack and came back and for some reason this flapjack just hadn't agreed with me so I was on the shop floor and I was like oh I think I'm going to be sick. So there's like these tiny little escalators to go down to the toilet downstairs. And so similar to your situation where you can see the end yeah. line, but you just know you're not going to make it in time. Ran down the escalators and then like all I'd had was water and flapjacks. I spewed oh, all over. Yeah, like porridge. All over the bottom of the um, escalators. But like it was like a kind of beigey marble floor. Oh. So it kind of blended in <laughs> to the decor. But I couldn't stop. I had to keep going running to the toilet. So I ran to the toilet, continued spewing, finished up whatever. And when I came back out, there was this whole commotion because a woman had walked down the escalators Sick slipped and <gasps> fallen straight oh, into my pile no. of spume. Oh, <laughs> was kicking God. off and I was going, oh, I'm covered in vomit. And no one knew who it is. And I just walked up the other side of the van. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just ignore. Well, and you, no one would, had why any idea. Why would you come idea. over and admit to that? Because it's not going to endear you. I, I had that when I was a kid. I remember it was my birthday, about my sixth birthday. And uh, we had two two dogs, one called Chevy and one called Targa. And uh, Targa was very old. And anyway, I it was my birthday and I was so excited. We had this big sort of house in the country. And I remember running down the stairs and running in. And I opened the door to the kitchen and ran in through. And as I did, I just slid, <laughs> like, like slid all the way. And I was like, what the hell? And I had slid on my dog's diarrhea. <laughs> and I slipped and skidded all the way through up my feet and slipped, you know, like on ice oh. into my dog's my dog, Shit, my dog's my diarrhea is the cutest thing ever because he's a toy poodle and he had diarrhea. He's a toy day. poodle. Yeah, toy poodle. Uh, uh, I think it's like a toy puddle. No. <laughs> it's a oh, toy puddle. Toy poodle. He's called Ouija because that's what you call a Glaswegian. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had diarrhea. I can hear this like. 
oh. and I was like, what is going on? And he was just like, really politely, just like strolling down the street, having the just having a poo. worst diarrhea of it, just like oh, shooting no. out the back of his arse in the most polite way ever. <laughs> it's the only way that a toy poodle could, oh. like trotting along. I was like, I love you, E.G. You are I, class and above. I do find that hard about dogs, how you have to walk around and... You then, I, I'm sure I saw this this skit. Like, who saw, some comedian was talking about it. How they walk around. You know, you you a dog takes a shit, and then they watch their owner <laughs> yeah. bend yeah. over <laughs> and put on a glove and pick up their shit. The dog must just be going, "What are you doing? Why yeah. are you picking up?" I have like that when I've been really hungover that's nearly when I vomited I think it was after last year's Brits and I was so hungover and he was like dying to go at the park and he did the world's stinkiest shit and I'm just reaching over and being like ooh, ooh. yeah they were the retching I can't the retching I can't retching of like just like, like yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean anyway but when, makes me gag dog but when you were when you were younger growing mm-hmm. up in Glasgow mm-hmm. what were you like as a because you were a ballerina weren't you yeah so I went to a place called um, Dance School of Scotland so it's like the Royal Ballet School of Scotland mm-hmm. um, and it's really weird because that school is with is part of a mainstream school so you have to get your academic studies but then you have like the dance school so I was only allowed to do like six subjects a year because the other subjects were taken up by the dance mm-hmm. time so actually I was like a really studious like student but then I also had this like real kind of like chavy Ned side to me like I just wanted everyone to like me like Francis <laughs> you had that side too. yeah um I just, I wanted to date the most popular guy in school, but then he was like a mainstream boy. It's like a real kind of like West Side Story vibe to it. Wow. But like growing up in Glasgow has given me like so much, like I think I'm really streetwise and I think it's given me a lot of confidence. Like people from Glasgow just have the best chat ever. Like every time I get a plane back to Glasgow, I'm sitting in the gate and I can hear like the Scottish accents going and I just get a buzz because they all just start chatting to you. Like, oh, what's what you're doing this weekend? Oh my God, yeah, blah, blah. And you sit in a bus and you chat. The conversation in Glasgow is electric. Like everyone can like it, speaks. I, I couldn't agree. We're going to have to hold you there for one second because we have an ad break. This is where we take a little break so our ads come rolling in. Shall I join in? Yeah, you can just. I can do like the can, background music. You can just. You can just say, "Hey, th- <laughs> hey, we're going to break. <laughs> say, <laughs> we're going to break for our ads." Okay, we're going to break for our ads. Oh, I think it's just so nice. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, we're back from the ads. Did you enjoy that? I loved it. <clears throat> I tell you what you have, I always like. That was such, a good ad. It was, was a great it? ad. You great have ad. such a, a, a pleasant kind of, because you, you do lots of radio and things like mm-hmm. that, presenting it. Your voice, I think it's because you have a, I think Scottish accents are always so nice. It's funny you say that because we were voted the worst accent ever. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was like a 
BBC Three show that like <laughs> wait ever <laughs> was, like, no ever. So there was this BBC Three show that was like, where is the friend? It was like, what is the friendliest accent? So I think Yorkshire was like number one. What? Yeah, Yorkshire and like Northern, so like yeah. Yorkshire, Manchester, all that stuff, and like Glasgow. Because do you ever remember a character called Trevor in EastEnders? No. He like smacked little Mo with an iron, oh. and, like an, a, like a no. hot iron, and so like it's. <laughs> Scars a lot of people. People think Scottish people should sound like Sean Connery. That's oh. the other side. Or you and McGregor. Yeah, but they're all the other Scotland, side. They're yeah. Edinburgh. Because Glasgow's uh, Edinburgh's a lot harsher. Uh, yeah, Edinburgh's much more like almost posh. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but I don't think I think Birmingham a Birmingham accent that was and, quite far down. But I love a Birmingham accent. Why not in a girl? I love it in a guy. That's, so, that's so funny. I love a I love a Liverpool accent in a girl, but not in a guy. <gasps> oh, I, my mum's a Scouser, so I grew up with a Scouse accent. Oh, accent do your Scouse accent for us. Um... I can't give me something to say. I oh, it's no, they talk. Oh, I once played a character called. This. <laughs> Didn't I talk? I scared. Hey, hey, oh, Steve. Oh, play some football. Oh, no, how do they? What? <laughs> what is happening? Hey, right now? Liverpool. There we go. Liverpool. No. I found it. All right, la. All right, la. All right, la. Right. Ariel, get downstairs now. Yeah, is that what you? Ariel, get down here now. But it's also so interesting, you know, going back to your whole point of being a ballerina. Right? Oh, yeah. This is, what's so amazing, I saw this uh, I saw this amazing interview, with sort of talk that this guy did for a TED Talk, right, where he spoke about how important it is to to remain in the arts and to, to be creative in that way. And what happens is, is that Mozart said that when we were younger, every, everyone's born creative. It's only, it's only creativity is driven out of you throughout life. And he talks about how schooling does this. He said this amazing story how his wife was an incredible ballerina, incredible dancer. Mm. And she, when she was younger, she didn't pay attention. She was bad in school. She did loads of things wrong. And her parents were brought in by the teacher to for a complaint. So the teacher brought the parents in. They were sitting there with the daughter. And uh, they were sitting in there. And the teacher said to the parents, look, can we just take a step outside for a second? I want to talk to you outside. And as they did, they left the, the daughter in there. And the teacher said to the parents, hey, watch this. And as he left, he turned on music and they went she outside. And she started dancing in the room. Love and that. the teacher turned to the parents and said, your daughter isn't sick. She's just a dancer. Yeah. So they sent her to a dancing school and she became an incredible dancer. She then left that. She then's written all these plays with um, Lloyd Webber. And, she's a, and he says, and now she's a millionaire. And it's just a difference between one teacher would have said she's sick and another teacher just said she's a dancer. Well, it's funny and it's you say that because I have a constant pressure. Like, I'm not the most intelligent person in the world, but I've definitely, because my avenue since like nine years old has been a creative event. So I trained full time as a ballerina. And like mm. from there, it was too restrictive for me. I, ballet was beautiful and I didn't, I didn't, I, I, my, for, to be an amazing ballet dancer, you have to have a lot of things in place. You have to be naturally supple. You have to have this line that they call it. I am the height of shite. I've got bigger calves than the whole England rugby team. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I had hips. Like, those things were just not natural to ballet. But what it was good for was, like, other forms of dancing. So jazz, commercial, tap. Like, um, And so it gave me this creative outlook because I've never... I've. I've never worked in office. I can't do a nine to five. Yeah. I can't be, I'm not an intellectual. I'm not going to be a scholar, but what I can be, I've always been creative and dancing for me, even now, like I can look back on my dance career and know that I was fucking great. I was an amazing dancer and I'm really proud of my time of dancing. But then I did everything that I wanted to do in that and then move on. But what I did do, like instantly. But why me, didn't you continue it? If I, I did. I came down to London. I furthered my training, but then in my first year of um, uni, I got Harry Potter. As I, I auditioned as a dancer for that. I wasn't allowed to. Harry Potter. The best thing about this story is that first years weren't allowed to do. <laughs> first years weren't allowed to do I the got edition. Harry Potter. I just like, 
I just love it. Hagrid. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's like massive. Actually, he's a real, real massive life. person. <laughs> I mean, Robbie Coltrane. I don't mean. I really do like, I like the fact that you got Harry Potter. So wait, you came down. I crashed the audition. I loved Harry Potter. And they were like, there's a massive notice board that went on. It was like, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire seeking dancers have to be five foot four over. I'm definitely five foot three. Let's not talk about that. And um, and they're like, no first years are allowed to do it because you weren't allowed to leave because it's going to be like a year's project. And I was like, fuck this. I'm doing this audition. When was this? This is like, it was my first ever job. So I think it was like 2005. Mm. So I was like 90, 18, 19 at the time. And I remember someone at, at, Edinburgh Festival telling me that they were a Harry Potter dancer uh, uh, trying, uh, to, trying to chat me up. With a, your poor with head a, you just try- smacked on the chair at the back. <laughs> I saw you drifting backwards to someone, it about to smack it. I distinctly remember someone telling me no. trying, to, trying to chat me up with saying they were a Harry Potter dancer. Yeah, I it mean, was great. But yeah. yeah, no, I did everything. So I did the dance shows. I was in Zoo Nation, which is this amazing like street dance troupe and I did Top of the Pops, I did CD UK, I did everything that I wanted to do with dancing, I choreographed videos and then from that, but I, I, I always loved music and I always wanted to be yeah, a broadcaster. But, oh, hang on, so I just want to get, so, but how in, amazing at dancing were you? Were you really, really good? Do you know, I can, the only way I can describe it is I have a friend called Shan, right, and she doesn't compliment anyone and we were at a house party once and I overheard her say to someone, <laughs> this is like the best way I can put it, I love her, she's a wee Irish, like pocket rocket and, um, I overheard her say to someone, Ariel was one of the best dancers I've ever seen. And I'm like, and, that, and like hearing that from a friend mm. who doesn't compliment, that's the only way I can say it. I was amazing and I was great. And I'm still now, like I went to a wedding last year in Dubai and then like one of the family members came over. It was, quite, it was really weird because it was like an Arabic, like British yeah. wedding. Um, so some people are quite reserved and some people were like total Brits abroad. Um, and I danced the whole night because it was this amazing mix of like Arabic music with like modern, like house music and whatnot. So I just love dancing. That's your favourite type, modern yeah. Arabic music. With modern, uh, house. with modern house. Actually, I do quite like house music with Arab- Arabic. Yeah. yeah. But I danced on it and this guy just came up to me and he's just like, you're one of those people that just dancing's in your soul. And it is. I will, That's why I love things like Glass Me. That's why I love festivals. God, that's why I dude. DJ. My biggest achievement is when I'm DJing, I have a floor that's empty and no one's there. It is my sole mission to, to make sure that dance floor is filled up by the end of the night and everyone's having a fucking great time. And that's and I'm really good at it. I think because you're of my kind dance of the opposite, background. aren't you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you, you basically, you, you can't help but just drive everyone off the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, I, I, I get into those DJ I can't decks. Imagine you in the dance floor. I get you into got good moves. No, this is what I was going to talk about because I feel like when anyone is a dancer. Right. I feel like when you see someone dance, firstly, how do you have control over <laughs> your whole body? I just don't. I mean, how do they, they do these like body pops? They do these like kind of things. Like, oh, I don't know how you do that. Firstly, how do you like stool <laughs> one side, but then move the other side? Secondly, I always look at people who can dance and go, God, they just must be so good at sex as well. <laughs> Which is saying something for me because I'm a terrible dancer and I'm terrible well, you spoke in bed. About so. this about kissing though. I was just like, if you're a shit kisser, you've got to be shit in bed, surely. Yeah, I, but I don't. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if that's true. What do you think, Francis? Do you think if you're a, a if you're a good dancer, then you're good in bed, or they don't replicate? Uh, I think. I think that well, puts yeah, pressure on you. I think um, probably like. Are you naturally it, flexible, Francis? I'm pretty flexible, but I think the the um, <laughs> as he did the spit just flew out of his mouth. <laughs> Pretty flexible. Yeah. <laughs> really sexy when talking about flexibility and spin um, comes out of your mouth. No, I, I'm pretty flexible. I think, uh, d- d- well, dancing is like a court- courting ritual. Yeah. Right? That's what, can, that's we, what can we also just, just, while we're on this, this point of sex, for a guy, mm-hmm. okay, and probably this is a bit controversial. Four guys. Four, four, four I, guys. I had four guys. Yeah. <laughs> Four, just four guys, no, but four guys. 
<laughs> was this a story about? Where are you going with this? For oh God, well, what other word can I use? When a when a when a when a guy has Spit sex, when a guy has sex, yes. yeah. You're asking me this. Yeah, when a guy has sex, I feel like it's so much more complicated for a guy than it is for a girl. I think a what? girl. You mean the movement? Just everything. A guy has to like get a boner. He has to. Yeah, I feel a girl like, has to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but I just feel like a girl. You can't just shove it in there when it's as dry as sandpaper, babe. Yeah, but when you're when you're younger, you don't care. <laughs> you're literally straight in. But it, I forgot. I feel like it's going into a cockpit, cockpit, <laughs> and getting a boner and then trying to land a plane. And you're like, what button do I press? Yeah, but here? for girls are the same. Like they've got to know like how to move. We are in a cockpit, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait, I'll just get a boner and then we can go away with it. But I don't think it is. I remember the first time I ever got, don't know where I'm going with this, but whatever. The first time I ever got a hand job, the, well, I do know where I'm going with it. I'm talking about <laughs> getting a hand job. The girl gave me a hand job and she, 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 rubbed my penis like setting a fire like making a fire and but that's what and, I mean you're saying it's hard for guys like girls don't know what they do when they start and all I kept saying to her was I kept going I thought I thought I just went oh I went oh this is good I remember someone like putting their finger in my mouth and like just, like I didn't know what they wanted me to do with their finger so like I bit down on it ah. <laughs> it was like so hard that he was like ow and it just I didn't know what, what the fuck are you meant to do when someone puts their finger in your mouth I, I know exactly what, I, I don't really get that <laughs> I don't no, but I don't really like I'm like when, when it's, are you it's, meant to lick it are you meant to know. like suck at it like you meant Probably, to I mean I obviously guess. you're not meant to bite in it because it just makes them cry I, when you, it's like when did you, he have something on his finger you wanted you to do I just like shoved his finger in my mouth and I was like I don't oh. really know what to do it's like oh, when, it is, it's, it's this is awful. when if you have sex on they grab your hand and they start licking your fingers you're just you're thinking god my hands are so dirty like what <laughs> what are you doing yeah. I've just been on the tube yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other thing that's the other thing I don't really get with sex when you, you have you, you go to you go Girls, girls, some girls, but you know, and guys probably. Do this what way. are you doing with your hands? I'm just getting into the It looks the like zone. you're basically lifting someone up from the butt. But when I was, when I was, you know, you're younger and you, you, you meet a girl and you start having, uh, you start sort of making out with them, whatever. And the girl or the guy, whatever way around, they say, "Oh no, I'm, I'm not going. To, you can't have sex. We can't have sex. You can't, you can't put it in here, but you can put it in my mouth." You're like, I "How does no. that work? That you can my put friend, something in my mouth?" My friend used to have one night stands, but she, her one night stands. Were like giving a guy a blowjob, and I'm like, that's far more intimate than like letting someone just fuck yeah, you, surely. Yeah, I know exactly. Right, we've got to stop there because we have to have one moment where we do a little bit of format, which is called the question <laughs> of the week. Oh, yeah. So, Francis, please oh, let's have the question of the week. Do you make these questions? Like, do you research yeah. these questions yourself? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Did you do. Do, do you theme them on the guests? Yes. Like, okay. So this might be something that I might come across. So you okay. thought you thought in your head you went, okay, we got Ari Ariella. <laughs> <laughs> Ariella free on the podcast. Okay. What I feel like I've met her before, but I yeah. don't quite know. Ariella Free. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Rings a bell. Um, how many islands does Scotland have? Oh, oh, I can name a few. We could. Okay, you've got the Orkneys. You've got Sky. You've got Mull. You've got Iona. You've got Aaron. You've got. You're going to count all of them. I mean, have you like, been are to we Mull? talking about the tiny wee ones? Yeah, every, yeah. You can oh. cycle around Mull. I, I've been to Mull. We have two houses in Mull. 
Uh, next to bed two houses in Mal. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. not one. I um, have. Yeah, yeah, I do, do. I have two houses in Mal. The Mal's. reason I'm good at islands because, like, you know, your sports teams in school. That well, that's what we were. So I was always in Aaron. Aaron. Uh, so there's Mal, Sky, Iona, Eden, Eden, the Eden. There's the island of Eden. Is, is, is that no? That's made up. Babe. No, there's Eden. That I'm was sure. in the Hebrides, wasn't it? Okay, I, I, we... So you've got the Orkneys, um, Aaron, Mal, Iona, Sky. You've got Butte, haven't you? Like Butte, Bossy, yeah. Um, I mean, Eden, I'm few. sure there's I Eden. I would say there's about 11. 11 islands. Maybe more. But are, you, are we including the islands that people don't actually populate? Uh, all the islands, yeah. Oh, then you're probably looking at like 40. Do you think so, that yeah. many? Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, and also two things here. First, I want to find out if there's an island of Eden, which I think there is off Scotland. I'm going to go for 16. 16? I'm going to go slightly higher and say there's like 29. All right. Well, we will find out in part two. Hey, Ara, no, not, yeah. Oh, I thought you were just saying, yeah, we will find out in part two. Hey, Ara, can I just say something? Oh, I'm I know. Having, I'm having a really fun time with you. Ah, uh, you always say this to all your guests and you're like, I'm so, this is your, this is the things that Jamie does in his yeah. podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Have you noticed that? You person. say that all the time. Do I'm I? so excited you join us today. I'm so excited. And then you go, I'm having a really lovely time. Okay, well, I'll and be honest. I was, I'm really them. regretting, <laughs> I'm really regretting bringing you on the podcast. Yeah. No, I really, I think it's probably because every single time I just realise how great people are. People are so bad at. I said this this morning, so like you were like, well, "How's your morning been?" I'm like, I spoke to someone in the tube station. They were lovely. Someone oh, you're let not me one cross, of those. Are you? Someone let me cross the street, and they like gave a little wave. Even when I checked into this building, the guy was like, "Oh, Ariel, such a lovely name." And I was like, "Thank you. Have a lovely day." Yeah, yeah. This lovely thank name, you. I'll Marielle. give you a blowjob downstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's my Why, number. Yeah, yeah. Here's my number. I've been doing this thing. I'm doing like I'm not drink, drinking at the moment, but I'm also doing like responsible raving. Where you so where you <laughs> you take drugs responsibly <laughs> and you yeah you, and you don't drink diet coke and sprinkles. That's the diet. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I'm not drinking or doing anything like that. I'm basically sticking. I'm just trying to give myself a break. The one thing I realised from not drinking is I, yeah. I, my bravado was not there. So like, I was just like dancing near the DJ. So I was like behind the booth, and um. Oh, you thought that played. was cool. You you no. went you went shit. Look, I'm not God, drunk, so awful. I'm gonna get up behind the booth because then he'll think I'm sexy. No, it's like I do this thing where I'm like, oh, what is this track? <laughs> so you go and you're like, you so then, and then they're like, they look and they're like, oh, I'll get it for you. And then they, you had you just sh- Shazam it for fuck's sake. It's obviously, so, no, because I was like, my Shazam actually genuinely wasn't working. So I went you over and I had my notes open and I was like, oh, I can't like see what this is. And I was like, mm. I said, like, what's this track? And uh, and then I was like hoping because usually I would have been like. Go put the track in my phone, and then I would have been like, "And your number." But because I was still called sober, I was like, "Oh, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't oh, possibly oh, do this." Oh no, 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 no! So I was just like, "Oh, what's thanks. this track?" And then he put it in. And I was like, "Thank you, bye." <laughs> did you even like the song? What? I did actually. The song was banging. To be fair, I genuinely wanted to know the song, and then I just like looked at him through like rose and I just like, oh, look, that, that thing that's what it. you do is when you're you're constantly trying to get their attention, and then they finally look at you, and you have to act that you haven't been looking at them. So you go. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That weird thing. Um, I remember when I was in Miami, I did the kind of same thing. I, I was like, right, everyone kept coming up to me and saying hello and like these kind of things in the morning, like, morning to me and stuff like that. So I went, <laughs> were you like, do you want a picture? Or yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Look, if you want a picture, just do it quickly because like, I'm, I'm on oh, holiday, all right? No. But no, I was walking there and, they, and I, everyone kept saying morning to me. So I thought, well, the next person I see, I'll say morning to them. And there was this guy running towards me topless and he had his headphones on and I went to him, Morning! And he sort of stopped and looked at me. And obviously he had these headphones that he could hear me. So he had to lift off his head and he went, sorry? And I went, oh, just saying, morning. And, and, and he put the headphone back on and just went, 
all right, and then <laughs> ran on. I was like, that was fucking weird. Then shouting, weird. shouting morning to a topless guy <laughs> running past me. Um, I'm going to Miami in a couple of weeks. Speak to me. What do I need to do? Because I'm like, I'm seeing like Good. pill parties if you like, if you like, and happy hours and beaches and like cycling around everywhere. Yeah. Like, what is that we need to if do? If you like, if you like, if you're into your music, go to the Electric Pickle. It's like a, it's like a. What is that? It's a, like a really, really oh, top notch, um, uh, like. Deep house, like is it? yeah, yeah. Tech That's house how thing. it's described on TripAdvisor. Top notch as well. They go <laughs> top, if you top really notch, <laughs> top notch house music. music. House music. <laughs> no, no, it's really, really good. Yeah. Is it? I have heard of it. I can't imagine you liking house music, Francis. Oh, I DJ house music. Uh, tech house. Yeah. Ask him what his DJ name is. What's your DJ name? Well, I don't have a DJ name. I don't but, either. But what was your? Oh no, name? as a joke, I, I, I was cat breath for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what Honestly, did you play? Like. Then he's oh, good. Tech, tech house. Really? Who's your favorite DJ? My favorite DJ, Calvin Harris. <laughs> hey, don't slag him. He's like the biggest thing about Scotland in I'm the last forty years. Fine, so I'm not we love Calvin up there. He likes also likes David Guetta. That's no, it. maybe <laughs> Guetta. Um, Guetta. Guetta. I don't know. Maybe Eden Burnan or. Oh, you uh, do not find. Well, I, do you know who I like? Ricardo Villalobos. Who? <laughs> yeah. See. I love Peggy whatever. Do. I like Ricardo Villalobos. You probably don't know who he is. No, I don't. I also like Kygo, but you don't know who I he like is. I like Kygo. <laughs> yeah, same. He does, he does what we call um, sad bangers. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I always. That's on my Tinder profile. I only like people with sad bangers. <laughs> oh, can we talk about this? Right. <laughs> I've never done app dating and I don't get it and I refuse to do it because I hate the idea of having to write a bio about myself. Like, Wait, we, we're going to have to say this because we're going to otherwise run out of that first half because I have to read you my diary. Oh, my, oh yeah, I'm so glad I didn't bring my diary. Oh, we're going to hear about this in part two, but um, <clears throat> for the moment, my diary. Monday. I woke up this morning with horror as I couldn't feel my arm. Not only could I not feel it, but I also couldn't see it because my room was so dark. It's a horrible feeling when this happens. I shot bolt Did, upright. I thought you usually take, you take seize the opportunity. Didn't this happen to you the other day in Instagram stories? This is what it, it's my diary. Hey, Francis, hold your horses. <laughs> I shot bolt upright, yelping as my arm felt like a dead weight falling off my body. I managed to turn the lights on and began bringing it back to life. There are a few things I hate in life. One is organised fun. Another, siestas. This is not how I wrote in my diary when I was 14. <laughs> there are a few things I hate in life. One is organised fun. Another is siestas. Another is when someone eats too much of the dip with a crisp. But the one thing I hate more than anything is pin... Orphans. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you couldn't get it out before <laughs> It's pins and needles, and that's what began. What the fuck is pins and needles? Are what? pins and needles, I think. <laughs> what's the point of it? Like a wasp or a mosquito, what's the point of it? And while we're on this point, what is a stitch? That's what I was thinking about. It's what holds together fabric. I'm really high up. God. <laughs> My arm came back to life, and I was relieved. Not relieved in a good way, I thought, though. Sudden anger struck over me that I didn't take advantage of the situation. I always hear this rumour that apparently people sit on their hands, allow them to die, paint their nails, and then relieve themselves with a dead arm. Paint their nails? Yeah, yeah. So whilst their arm's dead. Yeah, 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 so it looks, whoa, whoa, whoa. It looks like really, someone else. How can you relieve yourself with a dead arm? Well, use your imagination. Apparently it feels like someone else is doing what? it. Damn it, I thought. I can only hope that the same occurrence happens to me tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> the 
best thing about this is that you have, you gave yourself a dead arm the other day when you woke up. Didn't yeah, you? that's what that was the whole point. But the whole point is that when your arm goes dead, you can then use it potentially to relieve yourself. The boys actually do stuff like that. Well, the, Jamie yeah. does. There's something <laughs> called- anything dead. He'll- <laughs> Oh okay. gosh, I was about to say something there that, yeah. Oh. oh. God. He can't right. control himself. Uh, hey, Ariel, listen, uh, you got to stick around because we, I, yeah. honestly, I'm going to say, I don't say it every time, but I <laughs> really am. Every time? I really am having a fun time. <laughs> I really am. I really enjoying this. So everyone, ladies and gentlemen, please stick around for part two, where actually this time we're going to have a little snippet of Ariel's diary that you're going to try and remember. We're going to have the answer to the question of the week. I might have a bit of a diary. Oh, and Francis, a bit of his diary. We'll see you in part two. Ta-ta. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.